Praise the Lord. Can we remain standing? Let's take that song that the choir sang uh, in this time. Please, choir, can you just help? I hope you can still uh, preach today. Lord has started with us in a mighty way. Where's Bralikum? Praise, praise. Hallelujah. In his The King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the man of battle, the one who has never lost any battle before, the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He is the King of Kings, he is the Lord of Lords. He is the Rose of Sharon, he is the Lily of the Gilead. Oh, he is the Alpha and Omega. He is the beginning and the ending. Blessed be your name, Lord Jesus. Oh, Father, we worship you. Father, we adore you. We magnify your holy name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be unto your name, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 
In Jesus' name we have worshipped. Let's be seated. Praise the Lord. Amen. This is a special day. Indeed, this is the day that the Lord has Praise the Lord. Why? Because the Lord has been speaking to me from the late last month. And I know by schedule, I'm not supposed to preach this month. But the opportunity came. Praise the Lord. And when Brother Sudi was leading us, he emphasized when he was talking about Hannah, he emphasized about barrenness. Praise the Lord. And the title of the message that the Lord has laid in my heart is Total Eradication of Barrenness. Can you just bow down your head? Whatever barrenness you have experienced, whatever barrenness is going on in your life, it could be spiritual, it could be childlessness, it could be financial, it could be marital, it could be career-wise, whatever form of barrenness, heaven has ordained this day that there is eradication of all forms of barrenness. Just open your heart and say, Lord, that I'm here this afternoon. Lord, whatever remains that is called barrenness in any form, Lord, wipe it off completely and turn every form of barrenness to blessedness. Everything that's called barrenness. That the Lord this day, you turn it into fruitfulness. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Barrenness is not just childlessness. I believe we understand that. Barrenness itself is called void or empty or unfruitfulness. So you can see that it's not just not having a child. It could come in any form. It could even be in your soul. Because anyone that is not saved is barren. Praise the Lord. Anyone that is not saved, that does not know where he's heading to, is already barren, irrespective of how many children you have. Praise the Lord. In Judges 13, we see Manoah's wife was called barren and without a child. But when we read John 15, in John 15, 1 to 8, Maybe we we'll quickly look at that. Because I want to paint the picture that it's not just having no children that is barrenness. In John 15, we read from verse 1, I am the true vine, John chapter 15, 
am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit is taken away, and every branch that beareth fruit he prune or he purge it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye except ye abide in me. Verse 5. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abide in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch, and is withered. And men gather them, and cast them into the fire, and they are born. If ye abide in me, my words abide in you. Ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. And eight, herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit. So shall ye go, shall ye be my disciples. Praise the Lord. This is not talking about children. Praise the Lord. It's talking about our spiritual state. That if we are the same where we were even last month, there is barrenness. So as we look at this message this afternoon, I want you to search through your heart and see where you actually need help. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So barrenness can present itself in marital, in financial, even in career, or health, or spiritual. So any situation that makes our Christian testimony to be void of fruitfulness is barrenness. Praise the Lord. The good thing is, when there is emptiness, it's also a gift for us to experience the power of God. That is true concerning Hannah and all that were mentioned in the Bible as barren, except Michael. Praise the Lord. Emptiness presents itself an opportunity for us to experience the power of God. Amen? Praise the Lord. In Isaiah 43:19, the word of God is very clear. It says, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. When will it spring forth? Praise the Lord. Say, shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. So every desert-like situation in our life, a river is springing forth now. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. If you look at Isaiah 35. In Isaiah 35, I read verses 1 and 2, Isaiah 35. The wilderness and the solitary place shall be glad for them, and the desert shall rejoice and blossom as the rose. 2. It shall blossom abundantly 
and rejoice even with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given unto it. The excellency of Carmel and Sharon, they shall see the glory of the Lord and the excellency of our God. Verses 6 and 7 of the same Isaiah 35 says, Then shall the lame man leap as an heart, and the tongue of the dumb sing. For in the wilderness shall waters break forth, and streams in the desert, and the partial ground shall become a pool, and the thirsty land springs of water in the habitation of dragons, where each lay shall be grass with reeds and rushes. That means every barren situation is becoming a fertile ground in the name of Jesus. Everything that is called dry, there is an overflowing, even right now, in the name of Jesus. Fruitfulness shall spring forth in every situation of our life. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. When you look at the Bible, marital situation can be a challenge. In Matthew 19 and Genesis 2.24, both says the same thing. Matthew 19.6 says, Wherefore, they are no more twain, but one flesh. What they are for, God has joined together. Let no man put asunder. Praise the Lord. If I ask a question now, if an husband and a wife fight, who should apologize first? Praise the Lord. Who should apologize first? I'm sure the answer is the one that is wrong. Is that correct? Praise the Lord. The one that is wrong. But the answer should be the one who love most. Praise the Lord. The one who love the most. Because that is the one that has the heart of God. That is the one that cherishes the home. That is the one that has no plan B. Amen? I'm sure you know there is no plan B in marriage. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. In Songs of Solomon, Songs of Solomon is just after Ecclesiastes. We read chapter 8, 6, and 7. Songs of Solomon, I read verses 6 and 7 of chapter 8. Set me as a seal upon thine heart, as a seal upon thy hand. For love is strong as death. Jealousy is clear as the grave. The cause thereof are cause of fire, which has a most vehement flame. Verse 7. Many waters cannot quench love, neither can the floors drown it. If a man will give all the substance of his house for love, it will utterly be contemned. Praise the Lord. The only thing that can keep home is love. And every home that does not have enough 
sufficiency of this love is barren. Praise the Lord. In Proverbs 10, 12, the word of God says, Hatred stirred up strife, but love covered multitude of sins. And 1 Corinthians 13, 8 says, Love never fails. So, the ingredient that we need for our home to be fruitful again is love. Amen? It's love. And that love, according to Romans 5, 5, is only by the Holy Spirit. He said, this love is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. Amen? Amen. By the Holy Ghost. In Isaiah 43, 2, say, I will be with thee. That's the word of God. I will be with thee. In 1 John 4, 8, the word of God is clear. It says, God is love. Amen? God is love. So, if God is in your home, if the presence of God is in your home, that means hatred cannot, cannot coexist in that home. And that means all the fruitfulness that is designed for your home, for your marriage, shall spring forth. Amen? Praise the Lord. That, that Songs of Solomon that we read is more or less saying that love is strong. Nothing can quench it. It is indestructive. Amen? That is the love of God. And no amount of possession can buy it. It is invaluable. Amen? Praise the Lord. Flood of crisis, storms of life cannot shipwreck your home if the love of God is based in it. Praise the Lord. All we need to do is to look back at the basis of our marriage. If we are going through challenges, if we are experiencing barrenness, we need to look back into the basis of our home. Where is the base? The word of God in Ecclesiastes 10.8 says, Whosoever breaks the edge, serpent will bite. Amen? Serpent shall bite. So anyone that goes into sin, be the sin of adultery, or lack of submission at home, or lack of love, or selfishness. These are what will break the edge that enemies can come in, that enemy can peep in. Praise the Lord. We should not allow any interference from the outsider, no matter who they are. Praise the Lord. So our home must be strengthened by the love of God. The word that we hear every moment in this place is enough to strengthen us. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. We need that love to provoke fruitfulness that God has designed for our home. Praise the Lord. I quickly move on to financial barrenness. And because of time, I may not be able to read all the passages, 
But when you look at 1 Kings 17, 1 Kings 17, from 1 to 7, there was a famine in the land. The man of God has just declared there shall be no rain. And God spoke to him, Elijah. And he asked him to go by the brook, by the brook of Sherod, and that birds will be coming to feed him twice a day. That is miracle. Praise the Lord. And every financial situation in our life, as we look unto God, not unto our employers, not unto our spouse, not unto banks, as we look unto God, that God that is able to sustain Elijah, even in the land of drought, that God will step into our situation and will cause us to be fruitful, even financially, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. In the same chapter 17 of First Kings, as you read from verses 8 to 15, 1 Kings 17, 8 to 15, we see a very dear situation. A widow that had just the last meal for herself and for her son. And she was just looking to prepare that meal, have it, and just pass on. But the man of God stepped in again because God has directed him into that home. And the man of God asked of him, of her, what do you have? Can you prepare something for me? And even out of that little that she had, because of the faith that she had in the word of God and the word of his prophet, she gave that which she had. And that which she had that was sufficient only for a meal last throughout the drought. And the drought, the famine was for about three and a half years. Praise the Lord. I don't know what you have in your hand that you are holding on to. I don't know whether you are checking your account balance every day. But if you look unto this God, this God that is able to turn around every situation, that God will visit you in the name of Jesus. In Second Kings 4, we saw the case of a woman that Elisha visited. And that woman was so much in debt because of the debt she inherited from the husband. She had two sons to look after and herself, but she had nothing. And creditor was already knocking at her door, not only to take what they have in the house, but also to remove those kids so that they can continue to work until they were able to pay off their debt. But when God stepped in, when God stepped in, she not only paid for that debt, but she had more than enough to live together with this man of God and the two sons for the rest of their life. They had more than enough. You remember what Jesus did at the marriage at Cana in Galilee? The mother said, whatsoever, whatsoever he asks you to do, do it. Do it. And that is the same thing that this woman did. The prophet asked her to bring that which she had, just a jar of oil. And that jar of oil 
paid off for all her debt, and she was living on the remaining for the rest of her life. I see fruitfulness coming into your finances in the name of Jesus. I see you writing off all your debts in the name of Jesus. I see you lending to nations in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. What of spiritual? In Joshua 1 8. Joshua 1 8. This we know of and. The word of God says, This book, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou may observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. In this book, all that you need to come out of every barren situation is embedded in it. You only need to meditate, you only need to read, and you only need to obey and do all that is commanded therein. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. For fruitfulness to come in, we need to position ourselves in a way that God can visit us. Praise the Lord. And that's why in Joshua 24, it says, Ask for me and my household. I will serve the Lord. Everyone in the household. Everyone in the household, including the children, including the spouses, we will serve the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We need to locate the purpose of God for our life. And we need to walk in that which God has designed for us. The assignment that God has for us, we need to walk in it. Praise the Lord. In third John 2, he said, I wish above all things that thou prosperous and be in health, even as your soul prospereth. That means this is threefold blessing that is in the word of God, that is in obeying the word of God, both material, both health, and both salvation to our soul. As many as are yet to be saved in your household, in your family, in your life, God will visit them and God will draw them to his side in the name of Jesus. In John 15:5, the only way to have much fruit is to abide. As we abide in him, as we abide in him, the Lord will cause us to have much fruit in every area that we have suffered barrenness, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. I quickly go to barrenness that is has to do with childlessness because of our time, because we need to pray this day. Praise the Lord. When you look at Luke chapter 1. Let's keep our Bible open to Luke chapter 1. Praise the Lord. From 5 to 25, the word of God is very clear. Zechariah and Elizabeth, they were serving the Lord. 
they were serving the Lord. If you read that passage very carefully, the word of God says he was ministering in the house of God throughout. And in the course of his ministration, there was an angelic visitation. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Zechariah was sensitive. He was not just carried away with the activity of the church. He was sensitive. So when the angel came, he was able to recognize that this is not ordinary. And the angel of God assured Zechariah, he had assurance of heaven that this barrenness is not for life, that there is a time of visitation, and even the time is now. Praise the Lord. He was also stunned, as we found in verse 18, and Zechariah said unto the angel, Whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife was stricken in years. So, the report, the message that came to him, actually stunned him. He was so surprised. And God, because of this, God made him to be silenced. God did not allow him to speak. But the miracle in his life spoke of the visitation of this same God. Praise the Lord. If you allow this God to visit you this day, that miracle will speak forth. Amen? Praise the Lord. And in verse 24 of the same Luke chapter 1, the word of God says, And after those days, after those days, and I believe those days are here. Those days are here. In the name of Jesus. God is visiting you. God is visiting you. Every barrenness situation in our life, the Lord is turning it into fruitfulness. Praise the Lord. When you look at the, the book of Acts chapter 2, briefly let's look at Acts chapter 2. Sorry, Acts chapter 3 from verses 2 to 8. Acts 3, 2 to 8. The story there, Peter and John, they were going to the temple. And they met this lame man that had been lame from the mother's womb who was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful every day. The situation of this man is acute barrenness. Praise the Lord. I'm sure he had no wife. He didn't have bank account. And spiritually, he was not going into the church. He was sitting outside. Someone at the park in Rui here is not coming to the church. So spiritually, he was barren. Praise the Lord. But as the men of God asked him to look unto them, he fastened his eyes unto them, expecting. Praise the Lord. He was expecting. As we expect from God, the Lord will visit us in the name of Jesus. Expectation produces miracles. Amen? In that passage, it is very clear that his expectation produced the miracle that turned the barrenness in his life to fruitfulness. Praise the Lord. 
as you expect today, the Lord will remove every barrenness in your life in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. He was thinking that he has reached the bus stop of life. He was thinking that he has reached the end of the road. But God turned his situation around, even as he looked unto God with expectation. And I believe as you gaze on him this day, the Lord will visit you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. I don't know whether you are on the same spot in your career. I don't know whether you are on the same spot in your finances. Maybe every month you are looking onto the employer to reimburse you. I don't know whether you have head situations that remained barren in your life. I don't know whether it's childlessness, but as you look unto this God today, He's going to turn around every situation in your life in the name of Jesus. Quickly, when we look at seven barren women in the Bible, we see that this God is faithful. And our case and our situation cannot be different. Sarah was called barren. But in Hebrew 11, 11, say, by faith, she received strength to conceive, even at old age. By faith, Sarah received strength to conceive. Praise the Lord. And the outcome was Isaac. Rebecca herself was barren for 19 years. 19 years of barrenness because the husband was 40 years old. And when she had a baby, the husband was 60 years old. Praise the Lord. But Israel today came out of that womb. Amen? Rachel was called barren. But when God answered our prayers, as he's going to do today, Joseph came out of that womb. Manoah's wife, in Judges 13, the husband entreated the Lord, prayed to the Lord, and something was the result of that womb. I see something coming out of womb this day in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hannah was in the bitterness of soul. She had heartfelt fervency of prayer. And because of that, Samuel came out of that womb. Micah was the only one that remained barren. As you see in 2 Samuel 6. 2 Samuel chapter 6 from 16 to 23. Because she mocked God. She mocked David and she mocked God. And that is why she remained barren. And I see God looking down with his mercy this day. That every sin that has caused any form of barrenness in our life, that the Lord will remove, will pardon, will forgive in the name of Jesus. Elizabeth in Luke chapter 1, we see that faithfulness in service resorted into the forerunner of the Lord Jesus Christ. John the Baptist came out of that womb. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I want us to 
stand up this afternoon. This God has not changed. He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. In Genesis 20, Abraham, as a prophet, prayed for Abimelech and his household. And every closed womb in that house received children. I see God visiting us this day. He started with us from the beginning of this service. And I just want you to open your heart to this God and just ask him of that wish you desire of him this day. Is it spiritual? Is it your finances? Is it your career? Is it children? I want you to have faith even as Sarah did. I want you to have faith even as Hannah did. I want you to have faith, even as people of hold, Elizabeth, Zachariah, that this God will visit us. This God will visit us. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. I want you, by faith, begin to prepare yourself to receive a child this season. That which the doctor says is impossible. I see God opening wounds. I see God repairing wounds. I see God changing the fallopian tubes. I see God touching and all that the doctors have written on. I see God repairing it. He that is able to make surgery without the shedding of blood, I see him at work in our midst. Ask Pastor to lead us in prayer. Praise the Lord. This is a new day. This is a new day. The thing I want us to say about this day is sudden change for God's glory. Something change for God's glory. God's power is so much, He does certain things. We're going to take this chorus. With God on my side, all are possible with me. With God on my side, all are possible with me. With God on my side, all are possible with me. To God be the glory, all are possible with me. With God on my side, all are possible with me. 
with God on my side, impossible with me. With God on my side, all are possible with me. To God be the glory, all are possible with me. Brethren, whatever has been impossible is giving way right now. Whatever has been impossible is giving way right now. The power of God is at work in your life, in your situation. It doesn't matter what the doctors have said. It doesn't matter what the finances people have said. It doesn't matter what the employment situation is. God is at work right now. I want you to begin to imagine the Holy Ghost moving on your behalf. The Holy Ghost is at work right now. In every area of your life, God is moving. In your family, God is moving. In your body, God is moving. God is at work. God is moving this afternoon to do things for His glory. Mighty change for His glory. Great change for His glory. Father, we want to bless your name indeed. This is a new day. Indeed, you have arisen to show yourself. You have stood up on our behalf. You have arisen to disgrace our enemies. Lord, you have come to deliver us. Lord, we bless your name for this day. We thank you because of the power of the Holy Ghost that is at work on our behalf. We bless your name because barrenness is being turned to fruitfulness. We magnify your name for every family represented here. Lord, we are praying right now because the Holy Ghost is the container of love. We pray, Lord, that the Holy Ghost will begin to pour love into every family. That love of God begin to flow right now in the heart of everyone in the family, in the heart of the spouses, in the heart of the children. Lord, let love be released upon every home in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, Lord, we want to pray right now that the fire of the Holy Ghost will go on behalf of everyone to uproot and to burn down every cause of barrenness in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we are asking that the fire of the Holy Ghost will dislodge every work of the enemy, hindering fruitfulness in every area of the life of your people in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, this shall be a day of jubilation. This shall be a day of rejoicing. Lord, your people shall go out of this place with the fullness of joy. Lord, we pray let the joy of heaven be released right now upon every soul in the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever has kept your people in sadness, I command that it gives way right now in the name of Jesus Christ. I decree that it gives way right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, let there be new things. Let there be new things. Let there be new situations. Let the face of your people shine once again. And let your name be glorified. We bless you and we worship you. We thank you for your servant that you have used. Let more of your anointing be upon his life. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen.
go in the newness of life. 